Welcome to Let's Talk About Treks, an episodic review of today's visions of the future featuring Earl Grey and Jack Dorino. What is an Isid? What is an Opal? Who is Carol? Join us as Jack and Earl answer all these questions and more during their review of Star Trek Discovery Season 2, Episode 4, An Opal for Carol. We do not see the planet Hera during this episode. What, uh, what do you want to talk about this episode? Well, um, so this is, this is actually great. This is actually a great episode. This episode sets up a whole heap of stuff that carries on probably until season four. Discovery has had this tendency to set stuff up and let you wonder about it for a while and then address it like way later. Oh, you mean they might be taking a page from uh, the new Doctor Who? Is that where they're getting that from? Well, I don't know who originally did it, um, but Doctor Who's pretty good at doing it. Uh, any Doctor Who fan out there can tell you, uh, ask them about the phrase uh, Bad, Bad Wolf. Wolf. Yeah, man, that 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 was awesome. When they, did, when they did Bad Wolf and then Bad Wolf came back, I was like, holy shit, I've seen this the whole season. I didn't know. Holy cow, that is where they got that from. Yeah, because it's cool. <laughs> like, but, but they, Doctor Who, uh, was a little more slick about it, I think, because Doctor Who, like, you didn't, I didn't, they didn't, like, call attention to it at all. It was just there. And it was there in every episode. And you just, I just didn't notice it. And then when they showed, like, oh, yeah, yeah, by the way, guys, here it was there, there it was there, there it was there. That was really good. Okay, but that's sort of what I'm talking about, but a little more heavy handed. Um, because a living, intelligent, planetoid sized sphere pulls Discovery out of warp at the beginning of this episode and immobilizes somehow the crew decides that it probably has good intentions but one thing they do notice is it has it, it's filled with data yes. from like what did it say like the last 10,000 years or something like, I thought it was longer than that but it's a juicy getting... slice of galactic pie yeah, it says uh, it says Tilly so it overloads the sensors when it when it arrives or when it makes them arrive I guess and the only thing you can really bear it at all is Saru but then he can't bear it because he's starting to get sick it's making him ill and uh, guess what happens Varaihai, Varaihai, Varuhai, Varumanos, Baharai starts. <laughs> <laughs> Baharai starts in this in this uh, this Commander Saru guy. What Saru has known from the start from from the start of the series was that Kelpians have you know the fear ganglia that pop out when you're afraid. But what we also didn't know is that when their fear ganglia pop out and then like basically like a relax against their neck, it means that they're going to enter Baharai, which is a condition which drives them mad. And then they are they basically die. Well, that's what they're led to believe. Yes. So Saru asks Burnham to help him prepare for his death by taking by cutting his threat ganglia off. So I guess the idea is if you cut his threat ganglia off, he dies? I don't which anyway. She goes to cut him off, they fall out on their own, and they release Saru from the grip of fear. So he's like stronger now, he's not afraid of anything as he's been his whole life like he's been his all of his time like covered in fear and now he has he doesn't have fear which is which is lovely and it reminds me of the time that uh you know he didn't have fear on that one planet uh with the you know with the little signal thing that they jumped 133 times around to break the Klingon cloak so are are, are we going to reference the uh, short tracks when they're appropriate, like oh, man. when I, you know what, we do have to do short track episodes, which means we've already missed some. Like the best ones are coming up, but hey, they stopped them too. Like, where's my short tracks? 
Oh, I guess I can't do it because coronavirus has ruined everything. There's a show, oh, okay. there's a movie that uh, my best friend had me um, had me uh, rent for him called uh, Songbird, and he sent me a text and he was watching it. And I, it wasn't until like a day later that I looked to see what it was. And this movie called Songbird is like brand new; it just came out. It would be it's quote unquote in the theaters, and um, because you know the theaters are all in our homes now, so well, or you, or you could go to the theaters like. I almost went and saw Wonder Woman 1984, Wait, and... What? They have theaters open? Yeah. I mean, not here in D.C. Well, I was near Orlando, and those theaters were... Because Juan DeSantis is a fool. He's an idiot. Like, why? He has closed nothing. As far as I know, my theater is open. Really? Oh, yeah. you guys, are those both, those are both red states? Is that what's going on? I don't know. Maybe? I mean, uh, my, like... my state might be. State, but I, I don't, don't want to clarify. I don't think there's any, uh, there's any, uh, theaters open in D.C. Uh, there could be, but I'm not going, so I will never know anyway. Um, well, that's, that's, that's partly, see, I got an AMC, uh, gift card for Christmas, and I'm like, uh, well, person, person who got it for me, um, there isn't an AMC in my, my town. Oh. And they're, they're like, well, well, we'll go to the AMC here in, in the city that we're in near Orlando. Okay. And I'm like, okay, well, um, you know, and, and so on the day that we're deciding to go see Wonder Woman 1984, I'm, I'm thinking about it and we want to drop off our watches because we need new batteries for our watches. And I'm also kind of having some stomach issues already and I didn't want to be sitting in the theater and, and feeling that. Oh my god. Um, Dude, you went to a I, movie I during of, coronavirus in Florida? I, actually, I didn't. Oh. I didn't. I, oh okay. It, ultimately, I decided, you know, I, I didn't want to because my stomach wasn't feeling very good. And I, yeah, your you know, stomach I was like, no, don't go to the movie theater. Every... <laughs> you know, Earl. Yeah, so I, I ultimately told my, the person that got me the gift card, I told them, you know, well, let's it's not um you know we can you, you you can take that and use it with uh your friend they ultimately gave me cash for the gift card and i might try and go to a theater locally and for anybody over the pond that's what is often also called a cinema that's what's great about the episodicness of uh the original forms of Trek is that, you, I mean, unless when DS9 started doing, you know, continuations and episodes consistently, but with the rest of it, it's very episodic, and even DS9 is episodic. You can pick it up anywhere you want, and yeah, yeah you might need to catch up a little bit on oh, where were we at in the Dominion War, or why are they wearing all gray now instead of red red shoulders and blue shoulders and stuff. Or where did Cisco's hair go, and where what's this goatee? Yeah, there's always a thing about season four. There's always a big change in season four. <laughs> Not that but, I'm throwing um, out a teaser for for season four of Discovery, but you know, there's always a big change that happens in season four. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what I kind of enjoy about episodic Trek is that uh, you can more or less come in anywhere you want, no matter how much you've missed, and be able to keep up with what's going on in that particular episode you know yeah you might be like well how far are they from earth now and voyager because you know it's season 
season what now and they get closer by 10 years every you know every season <laughs> i'm very uh curious about like could i even watch an episode of discovery without having the, the greater context and still like get what the hell's going on in the story or like even care or it's like why i can't uh you know watch too much um smallville or arrow or flash you know it's not episodic and it's hard to keep up with what's going on you know yeah i, I thought of going back and watching smallville at some point but um I don't know, man. It's it's ten years. Yeah. And it's ten years. Like I, I have to wait ten years to watch to for him to get into that costume. Well, yeah. I mean, the whole point of the show is they didn't want him to get into the costume. They wanted it to be about Superboy, not Superman. Yeah, well, Superboy wore the costume. Well, yeah. I mean, it was supposed to be about Clark Kent growing up and learning his powers and becoming who he is. Yeah. Not about Superboy. Actually, so it's not exactly Superboy. It's about Clark Kent. But I don't know if you guys made a tangent bingo card for today, but if you did, make sure you check off Smallville on your bingo card for <laughs> today's tangent bingo. That is not. I would not have expected to go there, but that's where we went. into my mind that was really not episodic anymore and um you know i, I guess i could have brought up heroes oh my gosh don't bring up heroes oh my god i love heroes i still haven't finished heroes i and and god forbid if i ever pick up uh game of thrones again i'm so glad i'm totally disinterested in game of thrones oh, I, I, I have not seen one minute of it i i think i need to finish the last episode of season one or maybe the last two or three episodes of season one, and um, I I was enjoying it, but um, I'm gonna I'm gonna posit that perhaps you don't need to finish it, like ever in life. Well, that's that's fine too. I mean, there's, I mean, again, trying to avoid spoilers. It's like you know, well, oh, thanks. I I you know I didn't need to know that the uh, um, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. So listen, um, I'm yeah. so the big spoiler is like at the end of Game of Thrones, everyone dies. Just so you know, I've never seen the show. I've never seen a second of the show, but I can tell you, everyone dies. Every single person dies. They all die. <laughs> well, eventually, everybody does die. So, so this is literally what I've heard. Everyone dies. Like literally, that's that's the spoiler that I've heard for Game of Thrones. Everyone dies. I don't know whether it's true or not, but that's the that's the, that's the big spoiler that I heard. Everyone dies. Um, well. I... <laughs> I know but that, that at least two of my favorite characters made it to the end. So also, here's here's another thing. Like at the end of Battlestar Galactica, everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's my spoiler for Battlestar Galactica. Literally everyone dies. Like everyone dies. That, that's another show. You're gonna be so pissed, but I I I never was able to get into that. Oh, shut that's your like, mouth. That's the well, best Star Trek ever. The best Star Trek ever is not called Star Trek. It's called Battlestar Galactica. <laughs> Well, the, the hard thing for me was is I didn't have most of my life I've not had pay TV cable or um, you know other forms of pay TV or even good enough signal to pick up local networks so for most of my life it's like okay I have to wait for DVD 
well, the DVDs were um, so fucking expensive that yeah. I couldn't afford them. Yeah. And yeah. I had to go to I had to go to the library. Well, the library only lets you borrow so many at a time. And if they sometimes my library would take in, you know how seasons are like multiple discs, uh-huh. and they've been taken only let you borrow, you know, um, one, you know, they they you couldn't borrow the whole season. You had to borrow one disc at a time. And if the disc, you know, if the season had like five discs, and you wanted to watch some other new movies too, and your that was your fifteen, your fifteen loans right there. Yeah. Yeah, so <clears throat> so guess what, homie G, you've got to watch Battlestar Galactica. Like when do I, where, where, I mean where where can I pause time so I can watch and catch up with all the shows that I want to watch? Um, I, I don't know, man, but like, it's a, it's a good one. It's 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 literally the oh. best Star Trek there ever was. I I I'd like to catch up with uh, Battlestar or uh, um, Stargate too. Wait, wait, no. The TV shows. My my uh, my person and I watched uh, Stargate from beginning to end. We watched every single episode, and like okay. so. Okay, so here's the thing. I actually told my person before he became my person. I said, okay, well, you know, we'll know if this relationship works if you can sit down and watch the entirety of Battlestar Galactica, like watch the whole thing, be engaged, <laughs> all that. Because if you can't do that, then I have no use for you. We watched the entire show, and I tell you what. It's been we've been together for nine uh, seven years, and like we still talk about that struggle had to go. We came up with different understandings about the world, different understanding about you know life and uh, love and relationships and all that. And what we were able to do by <clears throat> taking that journey of Battlestar Galactica because it is a really good journey um, was explore the human condition and discover who each other are through our reactions to what was happening on screen. Um, every time there was an episode, there was always something like deep and something that we connected with and something we were able to talk about for a while. So I do highly recommend um, Battlestar Galactica, especially uh, recommend like anybody who, you know, needs to like text, test someone out and see how they are. Like there's a lot of, uh, a lot of times in Battlestar Galactica where you can, you can tell by someone's reaction to what happens, um, you know, who 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 kind of they are, and how you can connect, and how they're going to react to to other situations. Um, so, I, that's it's totally something that you should see um, from beginning to end uh, because it's and it's a journey. Like there are so many places that we go. Um, there's been so many times that I've referenced with my person, like, is this uh, like this is because we you know sometimes we fight because people fight sometimes in relationships. And there's been times when I've been able to go, is this what we did all this for? We came all this way to be here on this nuked planet? Are you kidding me? No, I know the way. Let's go there. Because, you know, I've had, <clears throat> I've had, I've had some successes in life. Um, and I've, and, I, and I, I do know sort of like the way to get there. And, but I don't know the way. I don't necessarily know the way to get there together, unless I'm just, you know, blindly following. And I don't expect anybody to blindly follow. But I expect that once you once you see that I know where I'm going, and you want to go there too, let's go there. You know, let's go there together. And that was the whole thing about Battlestar Galactica was that like there were there were the baddies and there were the good guys. And in the end, what they had to do was they had to work together to get where where they wanted. So that's why it tells you about how to do a partnership. And I think that's why I, I think that's why I had my person like 
uh, you know, especially a partnership where you come from different worlds. Because the Cylons and the humans, yeah, they come from the same world, but they really they come from different philosophies entirely. So, like, and that's why I had my person watch this with me. And it was my, it was my, it was my third time watching through because I had watched it with someone before, and he didn't, he didn't make it through. I had tried to watch it with four other people, and none of them made it through. Um, one of them was my my very first um partner, and we sort of broke up during. <laughs> we actually broke up just before Ellen came back. Spoilers, and it's funny because later on, <laughs> he popped back up in my life while I was on this journey with somebody else, and I was like, "Oh my God, you're Ellen!" <laughs> because like, because like, it's it's weird. Like life parallels art art parallels life and like just so many things have happened that par- that 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 can, you can draw a parallel between the events on screen in Battlestar Galactica and what's happening in my life um they're not direct correlations of course but you can like you, know, you can make them in a, they can be metaphors that provide a common language and that's what Battlestar Galactica did for us it provided a, provided a baseline of metaphors that we could apply to life and we could let we could we could bring each other to each other's perspective by saying, okay, so in this situation where we're living through right now, I am this character, you are that character, this is that situation. And they'd be like, oh, okay, I see what you're saying, I see the perspective you're seeing it from now. Like, it's just, it's a really good, it's a really, it provides a really good frame of reference for crazy people. <laughs> so that was, ladies and gentlemen, um, I want you to congratulate me on my expert padding while Earl went off to pee. Because you didn't even notice he was gone, did you? But now he's back, and we've, we've finished discussing. By the way, I didn't have to say that. Uh-huh. I know I didn't, but I just thought it was funny too. If you have, if you had Battlestar Galactica on your uh, bingo card, make sure you mark that off. <laughs> well, they really like it would be easy to put Battlestar Galactica on any um on any bingo card in any conversation because I probably reference it like eighty-five times a day. <laughs> By the, by the way, you can pick up your uh, bingo card for our whatever this show is called uh, at shop.ourshow.something. Yeah, shop.ourshow.com. Um, and uh, by the way, if you had if you had uh, if you had P on your on your bingo card, mark off P because peeing has happened and that has been referenced, so that is part of canon. It's part of our show's canon. Um. <clears throat> uh, are, are we talking about the vegetables that are round little spheres? Speaking of spheres, um, <laughs> the, uh, one of the things that they that they discover is that the sphere is not it's not it's the sphere is dying, right? So what's what's happened with Saru is that Saru's body has begun to mimic what the the sphere is doing outside, and it's quote unquote dying, but it's not really. What's dying off is Saru's sphere. So when he passes this Baharai. He drops his threat ganglia, which is cool because now he doesn't have to be like imba- like really like people like that one guy who was like <laughs> like Saru's junk popped out right and the guy was over like Ugh. and Saru was like really <laughs> really you're surprised right now <laughs> but like you know like Saru put your junk away homie like put that put that shit away I don't want to see all that <laughs> like so now it fell off the like, Burnham was gonna cut it off which is a whole other thing but it just fell off on its own I need to get rid of it. So Maybe somehow it's just too expensive to going getting an erection, a fear erection all the time. Yeah, it's a fear erection. 
This Arusan over there was Purexion. Homie, why don't you get off the bridge and take a Purexion somewhere else? So, like, so, so at the same time that Saru, you know, comes out as his Vahari and is passed on to become the stronger guy, um, the thing that, that, uh, the thing, the piece of mycelial network that came, or the dark matter, whichever it was, because I was very confused about, like, how did the, the mycelial network put. How the dark matter put a piece of the mycelial network into Tilly? Like, isn't that? I'm so. How does that work? In any case, <clears throat> the, uh, the 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 thing that jumped onto her. Because we can make do, thing, we can make dark matter do whatever we want because we don't even know what it w is or even exactly. In and apparently, like, if you if you try hard, if you believe hard enough and click your heels and like wish, 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 and clap your hands, then you can see dark matter. And you can capture a giant <laughs> fucking rock of dark matter, and it won't be—it won't look like dark metal. It'll just look like an asteroid, right? Okay, it's just black, but it's not black because it has blue lights in it, so it's not dark matter because it's blue light matter. Anyway, red matter. Yeah. Oh yeah, red matter. Red matter. Red matter. Matter doesn't have a color, does it? <laughs> like just no, as this is like just. Just atoms and molecules like don't really have a color, do they? Until they come together as a collective, like a uh, a baseball or a human being. Yeah, man. But then they're the color of whatever reflects off of them based on their density and their like the way they're spinning and all that kind of junk. Like, um. So the uh, the sphere reminded me of uh, Green Lantern, and it reminded me of the uh, in the comic book uh, the uh, sentient planet called Moko. I don't know that. I thought it wasn't Oa sentient as well. Well, they, I don't think Oa is sen sentient. Oh, I I mean I think it's uh, just a planet okay. where all the green lantern. Oh, you're talking about the green. The, you're talking about the lantern. The 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 planet that the, the planet that was a part of the core. Yes, the plant, the living Got planet it. that okay. actually is. You know his. An actual Green Lantern. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. His name is This is. This is. I. You know, I have. I'm actually sitting right next to this giant. I have a huge collection of Green Lantern. Like I have Green Lantern from, like, uh, number one, starting with um, the number one that started with Kyle Rayner, not the number one that started with. Um, Hal oh, okay. Yeah, the first uh, costumed appearance of. Uh, Kyle Rayner as a Green Lantern is uh, Green Lantern number 51 uh, I don't know what volume it is but I'm sure it's volume 3 or 2 or I think it's 2 because I think the run that I have is I have like almost the entirety of volume 3 um, which was it was in the 90s when it started um, I actually have a bunch of like number 1's but these number 1's are like not real number 1's or number 1's were like they rebooted the universe, so now we're getting number one again, and they rebooted the universe. Like Marvel, not to mix universes. By the way, mark off DC Comics in your uh, in your bingo card. Um, if the the Marvel universe reset one year, and like they like Iron Man, Fantastic Four, Thor, Incredible Hulk, The Avengers, like everything like got reset, so they went to a new number one, and they went to like number one to thirteen, and then they realized they were in a weird pocket universe, and they reset everything again to a new number one. So there's like. Two two number ones in the '90s of like all these Marvel books, and there's a bunch of number ones in the in the DC universe, but those are all like false number ones, right? 
where like they don't have the value of a number one one thing well they don't have the value of a first appearance number one that you would usually expect I don't know if any of my comics that I have like are worth anything your comic books should be about 25 to 30 years old yeah they're from the 90s yeah that's yeah that makes sense because the year is 2021 Right. This wild thing happened at the end of this episode, which was they finally get like this the 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 sphere thing, the sphere, not the sphere thing, the mycelial thing, whatever it is, the dark matter, whatever it is. So they pull it out of Tilly, right? And then they turn away for a second. Okay, so this cool thing happens. They turn away for well, a second. They've already pulled it out of Tilly. They pulled it at the end of the last episode. The Tignataro character and Stamets work to pull the thing out of Tilly, and then after they do the thing like releases like psilocybin into the air and then it pulls Tilly into this into the big mass and then she disappears so what what took me off about the end of this episode was it, it was seamless like they went straight from Tilly being pulled into the thing to we see Tilly pulling being pulled back out of it but that's because as soon as the episode went off the trailer happened and I don't watch trailers and I certainly don't watch trailers because of that episode, because they ruined what happened next in that episode. Like, it sucked Tilly in, and then, like, you immediately, I immediately was, like, relieved, because I was like, oh, she's fine. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, she's not fine. This is the trailer for the next episode. Oh, my God, it annoyed me so badly. You're, you're mixing a little bit of three and four. Wait, didn't we? Because the recap. Oh, my God, didn't we finish the three? Of... Yeah, Barely. the we're, no, we're on four because I remember, I remember talking about how the, the sphere pulled Discovery out of warp and immobilized it. The the recap, I was just watching it. The recap at the, the beginning of episode viewers. four shows them pulling the dark matter out of Tilly and it's a blob on the floor of the en engineering. Or yes, and then... And Because I'm fast-forwarding... Oh, I see what you're saying. So they use the dark matter to remove the parasite from Tilly in episode three. And then it's in episode four. And, and that's Burnham and Stamets who do that. And then in episode four is when, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jet, Jet Reno, and a guy, Paul Stamets, pull, uh, I don't know. They What did they do that ended up, um, it jumped back on. I don't know, man. Hey, let's do this. Mm. Let's, uh, let's get some rest and review episodes five and six on our next episode. Do you want to do that? Because, like, maybe 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 the show will get better. Maybe our show will get better as we go along if we figure out things like, you know, maybe we don't record it, like, you know, 12 or 40 at night. <clears throat> but, I mean, for some, of us, that's a, for some of us, that's a great, like, time to record. But for me, man, I'm silly. I remember being jealous of Odin, and this is part of why I remember the trill species so well, and why I was so like shocked that we haven't seen that original trill design again. Because like, you don't have to, you don't have to pretend like it didn't happen. Like you can just do it. You just put them there and be like, yeah, they're just very rare. Like we have these trill with these funky heads. They're just kind of rare. They do, they do. It's an episode where Ezri goes back home, uh, Ezri's parents' house, oh, and uh, O'Brien, and I think Bashir is there. Uh -huh. Um, and they show 
some of Esri's parents' employees have the the forehead instead of spots. Oh, that's so exciting! I'm gonna have to go back and check that out. We'll have to check. I'll check it out. Soon. <laughs> so listen, I'm gonna I'm gonna um, go close really quickly because I'm, I'm gonna fall out if I don't. You're so, gonna fall out of life. Oh my god, fall out of life! I'm so exhausted right now. I think up in four hours. So listen, uh, I actually don't even know whether my microphone is recording on my microphone or whether it's recording from my mic because the, the cord pulled out. I'm a mess right now. And and if you guys get bingo, well, we haven't figured out prizes yet, but we might have prizes. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. Well, there will be prizes. Some of them may be intangible. <laughs> <laughs> but there will be prizes. Good night, everybody. Support the continued making of this show through Patreon.com. Let's Talk About Treks is a production of Anodyne Relay supported by the Star Trek fan community of listeners like you. We review the copyrighted works of Paramount CBS's Star Trek team, of whom no copyright infringement is intended. You can reach us via email at email at letstalkabouttreks.com. You can leave us a message at area code 202-804-6312. Our producer is David Moody, and our writers, Jack and Earl, are on Twitter as at Trekstalkers, and would greatly appreciate the obligatory like and subscribe from wherever you're listening now. We record on Lenovo computers with Zoom, mix with NCH Mixpad, and master with Kakos Reaper. Our intro, outro, and interstitial musics feature samples from Awakening by Waterboy from Pixabay.